0: Hello everyone, welcome to Thus Said the Lord Online Radio, where preaching and propagating Christ is our business. My name is Lazarus, thank you for taking the time to join with us as we look into the perfect law of liberty, God's perfect law of liberty, the fact that it is a perfect law of liberty means it brings liberation, God said my people perish for lack of knowledge. Let us not perish because of failure to know. Failure to know what God has already provided for us. All you have to do is to digest this word, ingest it, and let it uh, make a difference in our lives and those around us. Because once we understand the word, we have a deeper and clearer understanding of the word. And we begin to apply that word into our lives. It is the word that you know and understand that you will act upon. And the way that you act upon is the way that will bring a change and bring a difference in your life. We serve a wonderful covenant-keeping, awesome God. But we need to know what He says in His Word. God stressed it time and time again, the importance of spending time with Him. He says, dwell in me and my ways dwell in you. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High you delight yourself in the Lord and give you the desires of your heart. Draw near to God and He will draw near to you. There's so many instances where God is telling us to come near to Him. It is in our union and communion with Him. You know, when we are in union and communion with Him, then we're able to experience His greatness. I want to read from uh, Psalm chapter 1, from verse 1 to verse 3, and it says, How well must God, so, uh, sorry, sorry, How well God must like you. You don't hang out at sin saloon. You don't slink along dead end road. You don't go to smart mouth college. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You are a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fruit, fresh fruit every month. Never Dropping a leaf, always in blossom. That's uh, from the message. That's how the message puts it. puts it so beautifully. And it tells that you know how well God must like you. So it means you know God must be liking you so much. And the reason why He likes you is because you manage to connect with Him at His level. You manage to connect with Him where His word is concerned. You know, He says. Because you don't hang out with sinners, basically. I remember someone writing in a Facebook post and said, If you don't love God, you are useless to me. And you should not come near me. Whereas there is an element of truth in that, in the fact that we should not keep company uh, with those that do not know God, with unbelievers, we cannot be unequally yoked. With unbelievers There's an element of truth in that But God loves people They need us You know Jesus was seen amongst sinners He was not Fellowshiping with them but he did not Cast them out either You know yes it is important that we do not Fellowship and be unequally yoked with sinners And the Bible says God likes it when we Are not unequally yoked with sinners We are not um, Um making allies with them, so to speak. We're not um, dwelling with them and allowing their reputation, allowing their kind of life to influence us. That is when we experience God. Because you see, when you meditate on God's word, give yourself time for the word and meditate on God's word and begin to put the word of God into practice, it begins to shape you. It reshapes you. You cannot be the same person. You can never be the same person when you meditate on the word. And after meditating on the word, doing what it says still, you can never be the same. And that is why God keeps on stressing this this issue because it's very, very important. You know we, there need to come a time where we change the way we do things. We change for the better. And the only way that I believe that we, we can change, the only safe way that I believe we can change, is when we change to God. And when we allow his word to change us, not because we're being hypocrites, but we allow his word to transform us. Remember it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. We need a transformation. We need to go through a metamor- metamorphosis process. And it is the Word of God that can take us through that. Nobody else and nothing else. The key to experiencing any form of success with God is by keeping company with Him and chewing on His Word on a regular basis. That is the key. In Joshua 1 verse eight, we are told to meditate on the Word day and night so that we may observe to do what it says and in that way we will have good success. Although we are in this world, the scripture tells us plainly that we are not of this world. Therefore we are not governed by the principles of this world and its Babylonian system of commerce. This means that we are not governed by what the world says. What the world says is not the final authority in our lives. Because we've got a higher government. Does it mean that we must disobey the government that is ruling us? No. We just choose not to follow its dictates. We just choose not to follow its ways of doing things. We still keep the rules and regulations and what is required of us as the citizens of the nation. But where our relationship with God is concerned, it's something else. Because our relationship with God actually instructs us to obey our leaders. Okay, That doesn't mean that we must be lawless and, and be wicked. Then we will not be representing God. But our belief system, our way of thinking, is not of that of this world. Is not of that of this government um, of the world, you know, but it is that of God. It is the system and thinking pattern that is from above. The Bible says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. That's why it's very important for us to chew on the word day and night so that we can be well equipped with the contents of the constitution of our heavenly government. I once mentioned that whatever happens in the physical realm has first taken place in the spiritual realm. It's very important. And when you meditate on God's word and allow it to dwell on the inside of us, we're actually acting on a spiritual uh, issue. It's a spiritual matter. You know, God's word is a spiritual matter. And when we meditate on God's word and allow his word to become a reality on the inside of us and we understand it and begin to put it into practice, then things in the physical realm begin to change. And um, that's what we need. That's what we need to see. God is faithful. He always does his part. And it is us who are required to also do our part. Our part is to stay in the word. Stay in the word in the morning. Stay in the word at night. The constitution of our government says that when we chew on the word, we will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which means um, that, that, that that tree will not face drought and that tree will be fruitful. In Jeremiah 17, verse 7, verse 8 says, Blessed is the man who trusts me, God, The woman who sticks with God. They are like trees replanted in Eden, putting down roots near the rivers. Never a worry through the hottest of summers. Never dropping a leaf. Serene and calm through droughts, bearing fresh fruit every season someone who trusts in the Lord, who relies on God. It so also is likened unto someone who is likened to a tree that is planted, replanted in Eden or planted by the rivers of water. So whenever things are difficult, whenever things are dry, that tree does not fill it because its roots go deeper than the normal trees. Excuse me. His, his, his roots go deeper where there is water. It's like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And that 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 tree continues to bear fruits even when others are dying, their leaves are drying up. That tree continues to blossom because of where it is planted on. It is planted on Christ, the solid rock. It is planted on the reality of the Word of God. He is planted on um, the, the, the foundation. Remember what Jesus said. He said, anyone who hears these words and do them, I would liken him unto a wise man who built his house on a rock. When the rains came, uh, when the storm came, that house that house stood because of where it was built on. But anyone who hears these words and does not do them, I liken him unto a foolish man who built his house on the sand when the rain came. It fell and it got destroyed. It is the meditating on the word of God. and Allowing that word to become a reality on the, inside of us, on the inside of us. Putting that word into practice. That gives us the results at all times. At all times. Even when it's the hottest of summers. Its leaves does not dry up. It always has peace. And it always it's calm even through drought. And it continues to bear fruit every season. Okay, this tree is not dependent on the provision of the physical. This tree is not dependent on the rain only. You know, when it doesn't rain, then it gets into trouble. No, whether it rains or it doesn't get rain, this tree continues to get its supply. Why? Because its roots go deep and deep and deep and deep and deep into the rivers of water. God is our rivers of water when we allow His Word to become a reality on the inside of us, our roots go deep and deep and deep in Him. And He sustains us in times of trouble, in times of difficulty. When other businesses are closing down, yours will continue to be open and continue to increase. Why? Because your roots go down and down, deeper and deeper in Christ. We can all agree that there has been a financial drought all over the world you know companies some companies are reducing stuff and others are closing down i've actually lost count of the number of of businesses that i have seen with my eyes that have actually shut down others have resized have adjusted have readjusted because it has just been a little bit too much for them and uh you know it's because of this pandemic this pandemic has not only affected people's health But it has also affected people, people's ability to earn, to earn a living. It has affected people's pockets as well, deeply. So governments um, have been affected as well, where their finances are concerned. It has been a really trying situation, and it is in times like this. These are, (coughs) excuse me, these are drought seasons. Okay, these are perfect times for us to spend in the Word, and not look at what is happening outside. And be worried, and the Bible says this kind of a tree does not worry; it doesn't get worried during drought, it doesn't get worried during difficult days, it doesn't get worried during dry times because it knows that even though it's dry, it will still have access to provision it will still have access, it, will ha- it will still have access to food. Why because its supplier never runs dry, its supplier never runs out. According to God, as long as you stick with him and keep company with him, you will continue to be fruitful. That's a guarantee from God. Remember, he's not a man that he should lie. No, a son of man that he should repent. If God promises something, he does it. You know, he's not dependent on um, the circumstances and the situations, whether he will do what he says he will do. If God promises it, he will do it. As long as we keep our faith, as long as we believe, that's the only thing that can hinder God from doing what he wants to do if we don't have faith because that is how God operates and that is how God expects us to live, to live by faith. For the just shall live by faith. Do you remember when the children of Israel were held captive in Egypt and Pharaoh was, not, was refusing to let them go? One of the plagues that came upon the land of Egypt was total darkness and um, the whole land was just pure darkness. But in Goshen, it was not so. In Goshen is where the children of Israel lived. Um, It was getting darker and darker in Egypt. But in Goshen, it was getting brighter and brighter. I want to say to you, let us dwell in Goshen. Let us make it our habitation. Let's make uh, Goshen our habitation. Because when things were getting tough and tough in in Egypt, in everywhere, in Goshen, it was getting easier and easier, brighter and brighter because the hand of the Lord was upon them. How do I get the hand of the Lord upon me? By meditating on His Word and allowing His Word to become a reality on the inside of me and doing what the Word says to Then we're able to experience the greatness of God and the hand of God over our lives. So, Pharaoh and his people were in utter darkness, but the children of Israel were in Goshen. Your Goshen is here, okay? Even where it may be difficult in all areas around you, but as long as you make God your source, as long as you rely on God, He will take you to Goshen. He will take you to Goshen. When one of the plagues was, uh, the water was turned into blood, uh, to the children of Israel, water remained water, but to the to the children of, of Egypt, to the Egyptians and Pharaoh, water became blood. Now just imagine water is is the source of life. If we don't have water, how are we gonna cook, how are we gonna uh, bath, how are we gonna you know wash um, our clothes and feed the animals and everything? It makes life quite difficult. you know, but when we meditate on God's word. You know, those, uh, uh, those plagues, those things that happened to Egypt, even when they happen, God, God raises us up over them. They do not affect us. They do not impact us in the name of Jesus. This is the word of God. These are not my thoughts. This is what God is saying. God is saying if we meditate on his word and dwell in his word and allow his word to dwell in us, we can ask whatever we desire, whatever we will, and it shall be done for us by our Father in heaven you know it will continue to get darker and darker in this world but it will get brighter and brighter in caution the choice is yours where do you want to live where do you want to operate let us have no worries he who promised is faithful the bible says the tree that um Someone who meditates on God's word is like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. And that, that tree, during drought, that tree is not worried. It's not worried at all. When there's no water and things are getting dry, that tree is not worried at all. Things are getting dry. But our part is to trust Him, stick with Him, and spend quality time with Him in His word. He has promised that when we do this, we will have good success and always. Be fruitful, okay. Our 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 responsibility, you know, there's always a responsibility that we have. There's always a portion, a uh, part of our deal that we need to do. When we do our part of the deal, we know that God will not fail to do His part of the deal. And um, His part of the deal is the biggest. ours is the smallest. So it's it's really an advantage for us because. We don't have to make things happen. All we have to do is just to stick with him, trust him, meditate on his word. You know, that was the key that God gave Joshua. Joshua was about to lead the children of Israel. It is, I mean, millions of people that he had to lead. And um, there was Joshua, um, it was just a, a, a massive, massive task for Joshua. And there was no way that he was going to do it in his own ability, in his own strength. And God gave him the key. He said, Joshua, meditate on the word. But God, how does meditate on the meditating on the word have to do with leading this stubborn people, this rebellious people? Joshua, meditate on the word. If you want good success, Joshua, in what you're about to do, if you want uh, to succeed in what you're doing, the key, excuse me, the key is to meditate on the word. Allow the word to change your thinking. That's what happens when we meditate on the word. We we become transformed. We become completely different people. The word changes us. You cannot spend time in the word and remain the same. You cannot spend time in the word and meditate on the word and still live the same way that you were living. No, the word impacts your thinking. The word changes the way you do things in the name of jesus listen to what it says again let me read it to you again as we're about to draw um to, to a close and we're going to pray it says how well god must like you you don't hang out at sin saloon you don't slick along dead end road you don't go to smart mouth college okay you don't think you're a, you're you're wearing a smarty pants or you know better you know you think you're clever no you you, you don't do a search. Instead, you, you thrill to God's Word and you chew on Scripture day and night. That is the key. My question to you is, how many times are you chewing on God's Word? How many times a day, for that matter, are you chewing on God's Word? Do you chew? Do you, do you chew in God? Do you chew God's Word daily? Or is it just something that you do on a part-time basis? You do it when it's It suits you. We will never amount to much if we only do God's word and meditate on it when it suits us. You know? Um, it is said that people make time for something that is important for them. If it's important, you'll make time and you'll make a plan. If, if it's not important to you, you'll make an excuse. Unfortunately, a lot of people make excuses where their relationship with God is concerned. Some of the excuses are legitimate, but they're still an excuse in any case. An excuse has never built anything. No one has ever built anything of significance by giving excuses. What excuses do is, excuses and um um What is the other thing? Um Procrastination. Excuses and procrastination. They are very legitimate. You know, very, very legitimate. But what they do is they hinder you from moving forward with God. They limit you from moving forward with God. Don't allow any excuses for not spending time in the Word. Put you at a disadvantage. You don't want to be at a disadvantage. Because you cannot experience the greatness of God. You cannot experience the greatness of God if you're not meditating on his word. No matter what your excuse might be. The meditating on the word is key. Meditating on the word is what will help us to change our surroundings. You know, in difficult times like this, people, where people are scared. And, you know, we see, I mean, I just watched a video clip of um um hashes. Just lining up at the hospital, inside uh, the hospital yard and outside the hospital, yards, uh, the hospital yard. is just moshuary vehicles coming to collect people that have passed away, people that have died. You know, um, it's sad. But, you know, the Bible says when we meditate on the word day and night and make this word reality, allow this word to become a reality on the inside of us, in tough and challenging times like this we still thrive because the word of god remains the same the word of god does not change it does not change even though people change the word of god does not change so it brings us healing you know um when we meditate on god's word we become what the word says we are and we we do not lack we are not in drought when it's dry we do not we do not we do not feel the drought you know and when people are dying because of this pandemic, because of the sickness, we continue to live, we continue to be strong, we continue to be healthy. Not because we are smart, not because we know better, but because our dependence is on God. We trust in Him and, and expect Him to watch over His way to perform it. He said, by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. He said, when we when we obey Him, none of these plagues that came on the children of Israel will come upon us. So all the things that came to the children of of the Egyptians, rather, none of the things that came to the Egyptians, not the children of Israel, the things that came to the Egyptians, none of them will come to the children of Israel. That's what He promised them, and it is, it is the same promise to us if we keep God's commandments, um, or, or rather, we, we, we start, we, we 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 get stuck in His word and chew on His word. None of the, the 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 plagues that came on the children of Israel, none of the plagues that we see plaguing the world today, will come near us. We refuse to let them come near us. That's a promise from God. We hold on to that word. Do you know that Isaac sowed in famine and ripped a hundredfold? <clears throat> Excuse me. During drought, during difficulty. You know, we are experiencing drought right now. Uh, we are experiencing a massive, massive drought, a massive financial drought. You know? Um, but Isaac thrived during drought. He thrived, and he actually had a hundredfold return. You know, he had a good um, return on investment. During difficult times, when everybody was holding back, when everybody was crying, when everybody was saying, no, it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. It can be done, it can be done, it can be done. Abraham, I mean, Isaac proved that he was from a different system. He was in Goshen, so to speak. As everybody was experiencing darkness, Isaac was experiencing brightness. When we stick with God, we are on the bright side of life. Things may seem difficult, may seem, um, you know, it may seem just like the psalmist. We read about the psalmist who said, I thought I kept myself pure for nothing. I thought I kept following God and pursuing him for nothing. But it wasn't for nothing. God is a covenant-keeping God. And he always makes a wave in where there is no, when we stand stand on on his word and allow his word to change the way we think and the way we do life, then we experience his greatness in our lives. Just like Isaac, Isaac experienced the greatness of God in his life when everyone was saying it is impossible, when everyone was saying it is doom and gloom. Um, Isaac, you know, experienced the greatness of God. The God that we serve is great. God that we serve is awesome. Let us spend time with him. Let us go closer and closer to him. Don't allow other things to destruct you. Remember, if it's important to you, you'll make a plan. You'll make time. If it's not important, you'll make an excuse. The choice is yours. Are you going to make an excuse for not spending time with God? Or are you going to reprioritize your things so that you have time to spend in his word? You know, today there are so many ways you can spend time in His Word. You know, um, you can have a Bible being read to you. You can have Bible on your cell phone. You know, um, it, things have become a bit much easier. As much as technology has brought so much complication to us and um, sin has abounded the way it has, but technology has also brought a lot of convenience for us, a lot of advantage for us. Where spreading the gospel is concerned, where investing in our walk with God is concerned. Let us take advantage of that, and make sure that we meditate on the word day in and day out. Father, we bless you. I pray, Father, that you give us the desire and the hunger for you, to press deeper and deeper for you, Lord, because without you we are lost, without you we, we are finished. But we know that with you, Lord, we can... We can jump over the wall, as your word says. With you, Father, we can do great. We can do violently, Father. We can do great things in the name of Jesus. Lord, you want these great things to happen so that people may be drawn to you, so that people may come to know you, so that people may come to experience your greatness. Thank you, Father. Lord, we do not forget to pray for those that are going through difficulties right now, those who've lost their jobs, those whose businesses are really, really struggling, because of this pandemic. Lord, we pray for your hand of grace. We pray that as they meditate on your word and they allow your word to dwell, to dwell richly in their hearts, that their lives will begin to change. And though the things around them will begin to change in the name of Jesus. Those, Lord, who are struggling to make a living or to make ends meet, pray for your hand of grace in the name of Jesus. We long for you to be glorified during even during this pandemic. For people to know you so that they can be, they can be turned towards you in their numbers. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you for your faithfulness, your integrity, and for watching over your way to perform it. We can always depend on you because of who you are. We thank you, Lord. We bless you and we honor you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.